God very quickly. I got a few minutes to get this done. A few minutes to get this done. Or at least a few minutes to get going anyway. I, we never truly get done till next week. Or the week after, right? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5, please. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians 5. Thank you, Lord. Twice in the scriptures, one when God's dealing with Sarah and once when God deal, deals with Jeremiah, this question comes forth. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? No. Nothing's too hard for God. So your debt, your situation is not too hard for God. Hallelujah. Are you, you in Ephesians chapter 5, please? Okay, we're going to go to verse 15 and we'll read through verse 21. Set us up. You got it? Okay, let's read together. Ready? Read. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. All right. Verse uh, 18 says, don't be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Today I want to talk on this subject, free refills. Free refills. Thank you, Father, today for the word we're about to receive. I thank you that, God, your Holy Ghost, your very spirit is here to fill us, to equip us, to empower us. We ask that, God, even now you speak to us from heaven, fresh manna, fresh word, freshness of your spirit, oh God, and let your word go in and do in us what you needed to do and produce what you needed to produce, oh God, and accomplish that what you please. Have your way in us in this time, we pray in Jesus' name. So be it. Amen. amen. And amen. All right, you may be seated today. Free refills. Hallelujah. You ever go into a restaurant, one of the things when you're ordering your beverage is you, I know if you're a person like me, particularly when you're money conscious, as I definitely, all, I was that way before I was, came out of debt. I'm still sort of money conscious now. You're not just trying to give all your money away. Right? You don't build wealth giving your money away. Uh, unless you're giving it to somebody to bless them. That's how, you know, that's one way, but I'm talking about spending money. And so I still look for the beverages that come with free refills. <laughs> I like to drink. So I'm not, I don't go order the specialized soda or whatever. I order the regular beverage, the soda or water. Water is generally always free refills, right? And so I like that. Now, one of the problems is when you go to a, a restaurant and you go to a drive-thru and you order a drink. There's no refills. And what makes it even worse is that they fill your cup, your container, with ice. They charge you $250 for the drink, but they give you $248 worth of ice <laughs> and two cents worth of your drink. If you don't tell them, hey, hold the ice or low ice, you're paying for a whole cup of ice. Amen? 
the beauty is when you're sitting in the restaurant, you can go up and ask, hey, I'd like a, a refill, and they give you a free refill. So all of us like to get refills. Because what's the point of the refill? The refill is to quench your thirst. Which meant one drink didn't do it. You've got to go back for another drink. And you keep going until you have quenched your thirst. Sometimes you can overdrink till now you feel like you're floating. You feel like, you ever heard, heard the juice in your belly just like bouncing? Y'all know what I'm talking about? You can hear it in there. Some of y'all skinny folk never heard it. But when you get a larger, you, got, you can hear the... But the whole point is, you're trying to satisfy a thirst. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Go to um, media. Let's, let's deviate just a second. Go to John chapter 7. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 37. Hallelujah. Look at what it says here. Verse 37 and 30, 30, uh, through 39. He says, on the last day, that great day of the feast. Remember, Jesus is doing everything according to his feast schedule here. Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone does what? Thirst. Thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart or out of his belly in the King James will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning who? The Spirit. Concerning who? The Spirit. So when he says when you come, and if you're thirsty, come drink, and out of your belly is going to come the living water or the Spirit. When you drink, you're going to drink of the Spirit. If you're thirsty. The only thing that can satisfy your thirst. Oh, Jesus. Slow down, Holy Ghost. Hold on. Uh, let me put my finger where he just saw me. Okay. Verse 30, 39. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So he's been glorified now. And he says the only way to quench your thirst, to truly quench your thirst, is by the Holy Ghost. You can't quench your thirst by another relationship with a man or a woman. You can't quench your thirst with another business or another job. That's, that's not it. Those are wonderful things to have and wonderful things to do. But the thirst that you have can only be truly quenched by the Holy Ghost. You can achieve and have all kinds of success in life. But I've heard people who, uh, for example, there's a gentleman named Deion Sanders, prime time, who testified about, about how he had won the Super Bowl. I believe this is, he was still with the Dallas Cowboys at that time, won the Super Bowl. And the night he won the Super Bowl, he went home and was going to commit suicide that same night. So he had just reached the pinnacle of the NFL career. The very, you can't get any higher than winning the Super Bowl. But with all that, that he'd worked for his whole life, from a little league player and little tyke in top football, his whole life working towards getting, being able to play junior varsity when you get to high school, and then be able to play varsity when you get, out, get to high school. Then, then be, he went on to play for Florida State and won championship with Florida State. 
reached the highest level in college and then goes to the, to the pros and wins the Super Bowl. You can't get any higher. And yet there was something missing on the inside of him. So much so that he contemplated suicide because nothing in this earth realm can fulfill the void of your life except. I wish somebody said hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost told me, go back to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. John 4, verse 11. Jesus stops by Samaria. There's a woman there who's visiting a well, Jacob's well. And she's coming there to get something to drink. Verse 11. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and his livestock? Watch verse 13. Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water, he's talking about natural water, natural things, natural supply. Don't think just water. He's talking about your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your straight A's and your summa cum laude, your master's degree, your doctorate degree, and all the things you can achieve in the world. He says, whoever drinks of this natural stuff will thirst again. I wish I had a little help. The Holy Ghost already on me, man. I'm just trying to get him to slow down a little bit. You can search your whole life trying to fill the void of your life by natural things, but nothing can fill that void but the Holy Ghost. That's why folk run around and they achieve and they do things and they're still popping pills. They do great things and they're still drinking, they're still doing drugs, still sleeping around because they're trying to fill that void, that hole in themselves that cannot be filled by anything except the Holy Ghost. Y'all, y'all say, Pastor, settle down. Settle down a little bit. I feel preaching coming on. I didn't come to preach yet. I came just to teach you. But you can search your whole life. You can change cities. Trying to find fulfillment. Change careers. Trying to find fulfillment. Change spouses. Trying to find fulfillment. Change your, your whole change churches trying to find fulfillment the problem is not the church the problem is not your spouse the problem is not your career the problem is not your city the problem is you're missing something on the inside that you can't find on the outside it must come from above the bible says in the book of proverbs that a man shall be satisfied from above shall be satisfied from above. So Jesus says, he says to this woman, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But watch the next verse. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him. Now he just told us what that water was in John 7. Whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. Y'all missing it. Who drinks whatever I give him? What Jesus gives will never thirst. And he said, but the water that I give, that I shall give him, will become in him. 
will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And this woman who's had a rough life, she says, sir, give me this water. Somebody say, Lord, give me that water. Come if you're, if you're really mean to say, Lord, give me that water. So I never thirst again. Give me that water that will satisfy. Give me that water that will quench. We used to sing a song like the one at the well. I was searching for things that could not satisfy. But then I heard my Savior saying, draw from the well that will never run dry. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting in my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Here's my cup. Fill it up and make me whole. People will bounce around in life trying to find. It used to be a rock song. I don't know what it was. He's seen that song. I can't get no satisfaction. You dog all right. I tried and I tried. That's right, because you're trying natural. You're trying this earthly realm. But I'm talking to somebody here today. You've been trying everything in this natural realm. You think, you think it's, it's, the, it's just like, well, if I, I'll try a different career. I'll try a different job. I'll try a different man or a different woman. I'll try a different city. I'll try a different, this. It's, not, it's not that. Because wherever you go, there you are. And if you're empty here, you're gonna be empty there. If you're, gonna, if you're empty with him, you're gonna be empty with her. People changing genders trying to find satisfaction. And still end up a mess because it does not come from any natural means. Where's it going to come from? Being filled with the Spirit. Well, I didn't mean to go all down that road there, but. Somebody just say, fill me up, Lord. Fill me up till I overflow. I want to run, oh. I want to run, oh. Fill me up. Woo. See, we sing it, but how do we get there? sweet melody? Is that a sweet song? Or do we really have an earnest desire? Do we really have a thirst that can only be quenched by the Holy Ghost? Because you're not finding in anything else. Some of you know you spent a majority of your life chasing all this stuff in the world and you finally ran up on Jesus. Oh, uh, there's nobody. You finally ran up on Jesus. <laughs> and all of a sudden, wow. What I've been looking for all this time, I finally found it. 
And here's the truth. And he was there all along. I'm going to come on this side. He was there all along. From the very beginning, he was right there. From the time you were a baby, the time you were a child, he was right there all along, beckoning you, drawing you, drawing you. But through the deceit of the enemy, every one of us went out there in the world trying to find what was there all the time out there. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In the 15th chapter of Luke, this young man, we call him the prodigal son, went out in the world to party. I'm going to come around here. He went out into the world to party. Where did he finally get his big party? Back at home. Y'all, see y'all, y'all slow. Where did he finally get the big party, y'all? Back at home. He went all around the world trying to find happiness, trying to find joy, trying to find peace, trying to have, a, I just want to have a good time. He finally found the good time right back at home. And who threw the party? His daddy threw the party. Remember the elder brother who said, I've been here all the time working for you. I never went out there, never wasted your money. He said, I've been here all the time, and you never threw me a party. And what did the father tell him? He said, son, everything I have is yours. Here in my house, you can throw a party anytime you want to. All the fun, all the excitement, all the adventure you want to have, God says, it's right here in my house. You ain't got to go out there and let the devil beat you all upside your head to have a good time. You can have a good time right here in shout about that. I'm having a good time being saved. I'm having a good time walking with Jesus. I'm having a good time walking with the Lord. I'm having a good time with the Holy Ghost. I'm having a good time coming to the house of God. I'm having a good time hanging out with my good friends and my good family. church this morning and this guy was singing about you know he did this choir song I, I love choir music and he was had, singing this song and he was saying I know some of y'all still going to the club and then you come here and he said don't worry about grace I said hey hey no 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 why would I go to the club to get what I get here why would we children of God go to the club to the world trying to find what God offers free of charge no cover charge no cover charge, no hangover, no waking up in somebody else's bed you don't know, no gunshots, no getting stabbed on the dance floor. Well, I'm so glad I'm saved. All right, let me, let me, let me keep going, please. Let me keep going here. I'm talking about free refills here. I'm talking about your thirst being quenched. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Jesus said, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Don't forget that in John 7. If anyone thirsty, thirsty for life, he says, come to me and drink. Thank you, Lord. Now, we were talking last Sunday and the Wednesday before that and the Sunday before that, this message called, Don't Neglect Your Salvation. Y'all remember that? And we saw here in the third, the second chapter of Hebrews, rather, where we must be careful to never neglect this gift of salvation, what Hebrews 2.3 calls the so great a salvation. Remember Hebrews 2.3 said, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? That word salvation comes from the, from the Greek word soteria. So it's not just talking about being born again. It's talking about everything that comes with being born again. Right? It encompasses deliverance and preservation, safety, salvation. It, it actually encompasses healing and health. If, in fact, if you were to read the Wycliffe Bible, the Wycliffe Bible, it'll translate that word health. How should we escape if we neglect so great a health? So it's not talking about being born again. Born again is the open door, is how you get into all this. You understand this? God didn't just save you and then say, okay, try to make it on your own. No, when, when he saved us, when we got born again, now there are things that come with it. Remember that drink we're talking about at the restaurant? You know you can order it with a combo, a combo meal. You order number one at Chick-fil-A? Don't worry about it, it's Sunday, they close on Sunday. Close on Sunday, you're my Chick-fil-A. Okay, y'all don't know nothing about that. That's Sunday choir right there. Kanye West, Sunday choir. So anyway, uh, so number one, you're gonna get the uh, sandwich, waffle fries, and a drink. It's the combo, comes with comes with, right? So salvation, being born again, comes with deliverance and preservation and safety and salvation and healing and prosperity. You understand? That, that's a little book I, was, I showed y'all here. This thing Jesus Christ provided for us. Remember that? Now, it said, how should we escape? So we saw that salvation then delivered us from, from some things here. Remember I talked about we escaped from hellfire? I'm just, just reviewing this real quick. Hellfire. We escaped God's judgment. And I gave you scriptures for all that, so you can go through and, and watch those previous messages. We escaped what the Bible calls sudden destruction. We escaped Satan's traps. We escaped corruption or decay. That's why we look better today than we did five years ago. We look better than all our old classmates. I'm not trying to brag. It's just the truth. Why? Because they're, they're doomed to decay. They're doomed to corruption. You and I are experiencing what the Bible calls the glorious liberty of the children of God, Romans chapter 8, right? We escape living in error. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We don't live in error anymore. And we also escape what the Bible calls the pollutions of the world. Got it? So when you and I have escaped all those things, then we're supposed to, supposed to have a, a, an extreme amount of joy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's why I just, I get kind of confused when I look at Christians and I say, come on, praise God, and they just kind of, 
like you're speaking Swahili or German or something like that. Like, hello, come on, praise the Lord. And you're like, hey, praise the Lord. Because there's a certain level, even if you see a Christian, you see them in Publix, <laughs> Walmart, or football field. You ought, they ought to have some joy, some smiles on their faces. They should be looking like they just sucked two lemons, one on each lip. Good gracious, what's wrong with you? Ask your neighbor, do you have joy this morning? Because true salvation is always accompanied by joy. True salvation is always accompanied by joy. Joy, everybody shout joy. Hallelujah. I know what you're thinking right now. Psalm 21 verse 1, look at this scripture, Psalm 21 verse 1. Psalm 21, verse 1. Look at this scripture here. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord, and in your salvation. Watch this. How greatly shall he rejoice. You see what happens when you have salvation? Joy and rejoicing. Can y'all see it? Hallelujah. Some of y'all still hadn't smiled yet. Psalm 35, verse 9. Psalm 35, verse 9, watch this. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. Do y'all see it? Yes. It shall rejoice in his salvation. My soul shall have joy, shall, shall be joyful in the Lord. How many of y'all say folk do I have in here? Okay, look at your neighbor. Look at them, look at them, look at them, look at them. Do they have their hand up? Do they look like they have joy? Do they look like they have joy? If not, just, just elbow them in their side. Just, mm. Yeah, not too much. We're not trying to break any ribs. Now, we'll lay hands on you, but we don't have to do that. Stop the message to lay hands on you. So do you see here that joy is always there when there is salvation? How shall we escape if we neglect so great? We have a great salvation, great salvation. We've escaped a lot of things. Some of y'all remember how you escaped from drugs and alcohol or abuse or always getting in trouble, being locked up. Addictions. Come on now. Aren't you joyful about that? That you don't have to buy five packs of cigarettes a day no more? Aren't you glad you're not getting up at 3 a.m. Uh, making a phone call? I'm going to say something else. You can sleep all night. Sweet sleep. Isn't that joy? Isn't that, doesn't it give you joy? Hallelujah. Don't you have joy knowing that if you should die, you're on your way to heaven? Isaiah 12, Isaiah 12, verse 1 through 3. Watch what it says. And in that day you will say, O Lord, I will praise you, though you were angry with me. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away and you comfort me. Thank God he was angry with me, but his anger is turned away. 
Verse 2, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, that's Jehovah, the God, the Lord, is my strength and song and has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Glory to God. When you buy that, that large, you know, when I go to Chick-fil-A, I like to get, give me the large diet lemonade. The large diet lemonade. The big one. But I'm, I have a little bit of class. So I don't turn the cup up. I ask for a straw. With straw, with the straw, I draw lemonade from the cup of lemonade. Joy is the straw that draws up all the salvation God has. You hear what I'm saying? If you've lost your joy, you can't draw any of the benefits of your salvation. With joy, you draw water from the well, wells of salvation. It's a great salvation, Elder Baker. It's not a little bit of salvation. God's got plenty of salvation. $150,000 worth of salvation he's got for you. Yes. Well, how am I going to get there, Pastor? With joy. Put a smile back on your face. It's going to be all right. Put a smile on your face. It's going to be all right. Well, look at gas. Put a smile on your face. It's going to be okay. Well, look at eggs. Look at eggs. Put a smile on your face. It's going to be okay. God has enough supply from heaven. If they double the price of everything this afternoon, God's got enough supply from heaven. If you would keep joy in your soul, joy down in your spirit, God will provide all you need. With joy, you draw water from the wells of salvation. Y'all got a little more time? Ooh, son. Give me, here's one I heard this morning, Miss, Miss Shante. I heard this one this morning. Isaiah 25, verse 9. I saw y'all, y'all reading that this morning. Isaiah 25, verse 9. Watch this. I, I love this when I saw it. I said, let me add that one. And it will be said in that day, behold, this is our God. We have waited for him and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. I waited on him. Thank you, Lord. This is good, man. See, your salvation, when you, when you really appreciate, remember the scripture we were on, don't neglect your salvation. And you neglect because you lose appreciation for it. So when you still appreciate your salvation, when you still, some, some people, they, they've been saved so long, they forgot where they used to be. Now, I understand we're supposed to forget those things which are behind. I understand that. But don't get so forgetful that you don't appreciate where he brought you from. We used to sing a song, look where he brought me from, 
Oh, look where he brought me from. Oh, he brought me out of darkness into the marvelous light. Oh, look where he brought me from. I grew up Pentecostal. I'm still Pentecostal. Y'all gotta. I'm saved and I know that I am. That's how we used to say. Oh, I'm saved and I know that I am. Oh, he brought me out of darkness into the marvelous light. Oh, look where he brought me from. See, when you sing songs like that, you constantly remember, thank you, Lord. Some of y'all, you know if God hadn't saved you, you wouldn't be in church right now. You would not be sitting in church on a Sunday morning. Definitely wouldn't be on a Wednesday night. A Wednesday night. In the middle of the week. Are you crazy? Going to church. It's a funeral or something? Isaiah 61 verse 10. I'm just building a foundation. I'm, I'm not going to finish this today, so let me just build a foundation, and we'll pick it up next week. You got it? Yes, sir. Pick this up next Sunday. Isaiah 61, verse 10. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. I'm dressed in salvation. I'm covered in salvation. Now, you may not, appreciate, may not appreciate that if you don't understand Adam and Eve. That when they sinned, they tried covering themselves. But what they covered themselves with would not stay. They made a garment out of fig leaves. Well, any person today knows that if you make something out of natural things like fig leaves, they're going to wither. They would have been naked again. So God put real clothes on them by skinning an animal, making a sacrifice, and putting something that would not, would not dissolve, would not go away. Okay, you're not getting it. So what, what happens in the natural is when you and I sin or mess up, we try to cover it ourselves. We try to fix things ourselves. But God knows there's nothing you and I can do in the natural that will cover our sins. So he sent his son, Jesus Christ, who became the sacrificial lamb for us, and we have now been covered in his salvation and not our own salvation. Can somebody say hallelujah? All right, now, I'm almost finished with this introduction here, and then we'll quit. Go to Joel chapter 1, Joel chapter 1, because it's important that you see salvation and joy go hand in hand here. We've seen that, right? Yes. And you can't afford to let your joy dry up because if you do, you're going to miss out on some harvests. Scripture, you all know this one. Isaiah, I'm sorry, in uh, Joel chapter 1, verse 12, look at the New King James Version. It says, the vine has dried up. And the fig tree has withered, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree, all the trees of the field are withered. Surely joy has withered away from the sons of men. King James says, because joy has withered. 
So we understand that the reason why those things above have withered, he says, is because joy has withered. Now remember, it says vine, fig tree, pomegranate tree, palm tree, apple tree, all the trees. Now trees are not seeds. Trees give fruit. Trees are the manifestation. So it says the reason why there's no manifestation, why there's no harvest, is because joy has withered away. I don't know if y'all are getting this. If you do not maintain your joy, the joy of your salvation, you will not see manifestation of things you believe God for. I preach a series. In fact, those of you who are guests, it's, I think it should be in your package, right? They get a CD called The Force of Joy. On The Force of Joy, there's eight messages, eight and nine messages on there. And one of them talks about how joy is the fuel for your faith. Joy is fuel for your faith. You can have a Lamborghini, a Maserati. You can have a, one of the, I mean, a Ferrari Testarossa, a fast car. But if you don't put gas in there, it's going nowhere. We just had the Grand Prix here last Sunday, last weekend. I mean, it's noisy downtown. But that's only because they had gas in the cars. And the moment a guy runs out of gas, what does he have to do? Make a pit stop. Because he knows that if he doesn't get another fill up, if he does not get a refill, he can't stay in the race. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot stay in the race if you don't keep getting fill-ups. Thank God you got filled up one time 16 years ago. Thank God you got saved 20 years ago. Thank God you got baptized in the Holy Ghost eight years ago. But if you don't keep getting fill-ups, you will not stay in the race. The good thing about God is he gives us free refills. Hallelujah. Now look at that same verse, please, in the, the Young's literal translation. Young's literal translation says this. The vine has been dried up, and the fig tree doth languish. Pomegranate, also palm, and apple tree, all trees of the field have withered, or for dried up hath been joy from the sons of men. Wow. Now it sounds kind of weird when you're reading it, but that's the Young's literal. It literally takes the Hebrew and just writes it as if it, you were reading in Hebrew. Writing, reading English and Hebrew. So that's why it looks like that. For dried up hath been the joy. So notice this is all those things above have withered or they have been dried up. The vine has been dried up. For dried up hath been joy from the sons of men. Yeah. So if your joy dries up, your manifestation dries up. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably stop this right here in a second. This would be a good place to cut off. That's why the devil comes to steal your joy. I got two come ons. I love it. He knows what you prayed for because you prayed it. If you just thought it, he don't know it. Because the devil can't read your mind. But the moment you lifted your voice and prayed, God, now he knows what you're praying for. He knows what you sowed for. 
He knows what you vowed for. He knows what you're believing God for. And he knows that if he doesn't get between you and your manifestation, you're going to get there. So he gets in between you and your manifestation with a trial, a tribulation, a challenge, a circumstance, not because he's he knows he can stop you. It's because he knows if he steals your joy, you can't go on. Without fuel, you can't stay in the race. And what's happened to many of God's people is that they've sown for something, believe God for something, ask God for something, pray for something, and never got the final results because joy dried up. Joy dried up. Why does your dry up? Well, it's taking too long. It's taking too long. Let me ask you a question. Let's say today you go to a nice restaurant. You're going to order a meal. I was looking for Caleb because he gave me the restaurant last time. Uh, he said uh, Longhorn last time. We're going to stick with Longhorn in, in Caleb's honor. <laughs> and you order a thick... Juicy steak, potato and butter and sour cream, chives and cheese and all that kind of good stuff. And you got everything, you know, salad on the side. You got a salad. You got to back that thing out. Now, when you come to the table, the first thing they take is not your food order. It's your drink order. Now, why do they get your drink order first? Because it's going to take time to get your food out. So they get your drink order first and they keep refilling your drink to keep you satisfied until your food arrives. You ordered the house. You ordered the spouse. You asked God for the car. You asked God for the child. You asked God for the worldwide ministry. You asked God for the new career. You asked God for but in the meantime, what he does is he wants to keep you filled with joy yes, so you don't get up and walk out in frustration before your meal arrives. Tell your neighbor, it's coming. You ordered it. Tell them you ordered it. It's on the way until it comes. Just get another refill. Just keep drinking. Just keep drinking. Just keep drinking. Just keep drinking. Because it'll satisfy you and keep you content until. And you know what they also do? They, they offer you a little bread. The bread isn't meant to fill you up. It's meant to tide you over. That's what we call it in old days. Just tide you over. So when you sow your 
seed when you speak your word. That's why the Bible says first the blade, then the ear, then the full corner of the ear, which means while you believe in God for something, he'll give you something little along the way. You may not get the full manifestation yet, but along the way, God will give you a little, here, here's a little this, and a, here's a little that, and a, here's a little this over here, and here's a little that over here. Here's a little butter for that bread just to keep you satisfied. I'm going to fill you up with some more joy, keep you happy until, but the big thing is on the way. And watch this, and I'm, and I'm done. Because when you go on Google and you review the restaurant, they don't, they don't want you to review the bread. They don't want you to review the drink. They want you to review or testify about the manifestation, about the meal. But the bread and the drink was to just tie you over. And so they'll bring you all the refills you want. It's to keep you happy. Keep you going. Because the big thing you're expecting, tap your name and say it's on the way. But you gotta keep your joy up. You gotta keep your dance up. You gotta keep your smile up. You gotta keep your hallelujah up. You gotta keep your praise up. You gotta keep your rejoicing up. You gotta keep your shouting up. You gotta keep your clapping up. You gotta keep waving your hands. You gotta keep running around. You gotta keep saying, yo, you gotta singing hallelujah because it's on the way until it arrives I just want you to know that God has free refills for you and me to enjoy amen that's all the time I have give God a praise for that today hallelujah hallelujah come on give God a big shout if you receive that today now next, next Sunday I'll get into this more here because I got a, quite a ways to go on here on, on how, to, how to get this here. In fact, this, this may be two or three weeks we have to get into this. Three or four weeks, maybe. Because this is so big, ladies and gentlemen. You going to be here? All right, good. I'm going to be here. Next Sunday, every Sunday till we get this done. Wednesday night, I'm going to go back into faith. We're talking about faith on Wednesday night. Right? Faith. The good fight of faith. Hallelujah. Lord, just thank you so much today for the word. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. I thank you for just the jolt that you've given us today to understand the importance of this joy. That, Father, you offer free refills to us, and we'll take them. We'll take them, Lord. Hallelujah. Sometimes people say that they don't want to ruin their meals with the appetizers or with the, with, 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 with the drinks. But God, we can't ruin our meals. We can't ruin our appetites with this joy you have, you have for us, Father. God, the more we get, the more we have room for. The more we get, the more we want it. Your spirit comes to fill us, keep us. And God, more than just tied us over, your spirit, Lord, nourishes us and strengthens us and keeps us along the way. Now, Father, we thank you, Lord, that as we have received this word, we will, we will go after that refill. Yes. Yes. That we don't just talk about it, but we go after that refill. We ask you, you have to fill us up again. Yes. Every day, fill us up yes. so we can stay in the race. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that we can finish our course. Yes. So that we can fight a good fight. Yes. And I thank you, Father, these your people will never 
never be left on the side of the road empty and that we don't ever seek fulfillment from the world but we seek it and receive it from you our father above we give you praise for it and glory and honor for it today in Jesus mighty name amen, amen.